0: Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. You are never, ever too young or too old to start something new. If you have a calling in your heart to turn your hobby into a business, to contribute more financially for your family, or simply to provide more opportunities for your future. Now is the best time to take action. I've been in the photography industry for over two decades, and I've experienced lots of growth, pivots, and the many seasons throughout the photography journey. When I was in high school, the thought of becoming a full-time photographer was only a dream. In fact, many of my own teachers thought the only success I would find was if I became a photography teacher within the school district. That was the only way to find job security and guarantee a steady income. Flash forward to today, I'm so grateful I pushed through not only my own limiting beliefs, but the limiting beliefs of the adults in my life that I admired. For today's episode, I have the honor of introducing you to a thriving business owner that started his journey in high school too. With a young heart in the photography industry, Reed Gallagher is wise beyond his years. Today, we'll be chatting about what it takes to align yourself as a professional, even when you're young and just starting something new. Reed graciously shares his business journey from the beginning in his high school days, juggling homework and tennis matches to today, when he's now his own CEO running a profitable business with associates, offering education and trailblazing the industry for entrepreneurs of all ages. Reed specializes in senior photography and offers a ton of resources for marketing your business online and building a brand you're proud of. It's truly an honor to introduce you to my friend, Reed, and to share the possibilities of entrepreneurship and photography. Yes, this conversation is saturated with photography, business education, but it's a beautiful message for all business owners. Business is business, babe. We can all learn a ton from each other and apply these skills to our own industries. From Arizona to Texas, please welcome Reed Gallagher. Welcome to Keanu Marie weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins big or small by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at KeanuMarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome to the party, Reed. I'm so honored you can join us today.
1: Yes. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: Of course, of course. Well, I am incredibly impressed with you and your business, and how quickly it seems like you have grown over the years. So I would love to just jump right into the questions and, and really chat about how you started your business while you were still in high school. You were only 15 years old, and that is so impressive. So impressive, Reed. Uh-huh. So can you please share more about perf- like proving your worth and proving your professionalism at such a young age? How did that fall out?
1: Yeah, so I started my business as a 15-year-old high school student, which means I didn't have a driver's license. I was going to school every day, and I had all the things going on in my life at the same time. So there was definitely a lot that was being balanced or juggled between, but I was really excited just about this opportunity to create a business and kind of show up as a professional even at a young age. But like I said, I didn't have a driver's license. So my mom actually would drive me to all of my photo shoots as a photographer. And my very first wedding as a lead photographer, my sister had to drop me off at the wedding. And then my second photographer drove me from where the ceremony was to where the reception was. So definitely kind of went through it um, with being a young photographer. And I know it can be really overwhelming to just think about building a business when your competitors are older than you, they have more experience with you, but I absolutely believe that it's really possible to just create a brand that stands out and presents yourself as a professional no matter your age. So when it comes to gaining trust, there's a few different things that kind of come to my mind. I think number one would be just showing up as the professional with things like communication and elevated branding. So a big priority for me when I was starting was making sure that my messaging sounded professional. Even though I was only 15, I was like, no one has to know that necessarily. They can still see this elevated copy. They can see like elevated branding. And I made sure I had a professional website that kind of would show that professionalism. And I think that was kind of the biggest thing for me was taking myself seriously and showing up as the professional. On top of that, something else I focus on is what I call the four E's. So that would be experience, education, equipment, and exposure. And these are the four things that I really focused on in my first year to a business. So I'll kind of break those down one by one. So the first one would be experience. Even though my experience was a little bit limited when I started, I made sure to highlight every experience I had. So I would talk about how I took photography classes at school, where I talked about how I had been a second photographer for some more established photographers in the industry or how I was constantly just at photo shoots, I made sure to highlight my experience online no matter what. Second one, education. I would really prioritize showing that I was taking online courses or that I would go attend workshops or conferences. I made sure that I was telling my audience about these things so they could see that I was actively learning. Next one, equipment as a photographer. I would tell my audience, you know, I may only be 15 or 16 at the time, but that means I don't have bills to pay. So I'm able to take all of my profit and invest it right back into the top of the line equipment. And so once I made, you know, my first one or two thousand dollars I instantly upgraded my camera to have really nice equipment from the beginning and then the last one exposure for me social proof was a really big thing because I was only 15 but I thought you know what if I can have these testimonials and I can really share some social proof online then I'm gonna be able to back myself up I also prioritize things like publications so I was published in a few magazines here in Houston and more on like a national level when I was 15 and then I I remember when i was 16 i had some photos in like martha stewart's wedding and for me that was kind of like the game changer i was like no one can take me like not serious anymore because i can say no 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 hold on like look i was in martha stewart's wedding like that was a big deal for me to have that exposure so those were the four es that i really focused on to show up as a professional and kind of prove my worth um, as a young business owner
0: Those are all incredible points. And I'm so happy because this is how my brain works too. I love that because I love lists and I love actionable items. (laughs) So thank you, Reed, for laying that out for us. And I can absolutely attest to every single one of those because we may be thinking at a very young age, gosh, you know, I am professionals. Will people just believe me? Right. Like <laughs> I I need to be in these rooms. I I'm capable of taking beautiful photographs, but why doesn't anybody trust me? And I feel right. like I feel like your list right there is perfect cuz it it truly adds so much value and one of the things i always tell not just young entrepreneurs but just business owners in general is we like, you know, speaking as you and I, as friends, like you never have to prove your worth to us. You are inherently fantastic, but you do have to prove your worth to strangers online. Right. And so I feel (laughs) like the the way you listed your four E's is a great way to explain that. Thank you.
1: Yeah. For me, it was just a really good way to kind of keep track of what I needed to work on in my first two years of business to show, okay, if I can remember these four E's and these are the things I can kind of talk about online, I'm going to be able to prove my worth and kind of back my professionalism up.
0: Incredible. And you didn't wait around. You took action and you showed up and you're just full of wisdom at such a young age. I'm so proud of you.
1: <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs>
0: yeah. So I think those are really, really great do do's right. Like take notes, go start taking action with this. But I would love to know in your opinion, what mistakes do you think photographers make when trying to go full time?
1: Yeah. So for me, this is kind of a funny one because I never really had like a nine to five job. So I didn't really have anything. I was like, Oh, I'm going to leave my other job and go full time with this business. I've always been in school while building my business. But I think the biggest mistake that I saw, and this might be a little bit different of an answer because I didn't have another job to leave, is that I always felt like I had to do everything on my own because I almost wanted to be so professional that I felt like I had to go above and beyond on my own to prove that worth. So looking back, I wish I could have told myself a little bit sooner, you know what, it's okay to take help from other people and then really be able to see what's there for you. So once I did learn after a year or two, hey, there are people offering help or there's other people who are here to support you in this business. I was able to really see what possibilities for growth there really were. And once I did that and kind of opened up in my business, I was able to grow really fast and kind of get to that full-time level.
0: That's amazing. So I have to ask, and it isn't even on our questions, but when you (laughs) were in high school, who was like the photographer that you were looking up to? I love sharing education and right. We have so many different mentors and stuff, but like, who did you seek and how were you learning? Who were you first investing in?
1: Yeah, so there's three different people that kind of comes to mind, which is definitely two more than what you asked for. Um, But the very first photographer who was kind of like my hero or who I looked up to was a local photographer here in Houston. Her name is Ashley, and her photography business name was Hey Pretty Baby Photography. And just in the town outside of Houston that I grew up in, she was like the photographer. Like everyone used her for her senior pictures. And I remember being 15 years old, and she followed me back on Instagram and like my whole year was made like I screenshotted that and I posted it on my story like oh my gosh guys look who followed me like she was just such a great supporter of me when I was starting out and I learned a lot from her just by following her on Instagram Outside of that, there are two photographers who really helped me kind of get started at a young age. Number one is Caroline Logan. I went to her workshop in Lancaster, Pennsylvania when I was still in high school, and she also started at a young age. I believe she started at... 14 years old. And she kind of just gave me that inspiration to, you know what, if someone else can do this as a teenager, then I can do it too. So she taught me a lot about photography and like shooting and editing and posing kind of on the like photography side of things. And then on the business side of things, I really looked up to, and I still look up to Hope Taylor, because she also started at a young age. She's been such a great supporter and mentor for me. And now I can call her a friend too, because we've gotten to know each other so well over the last few years. So those are kind of three people that I've looked up to a lot as a young entrepreneur.
0: I love that so much. And I love that you started locally, right? So whether that was you seeing other, like other friends in your high school being photographed Mm -hmm. by Ashley and, and then taking that one bubble bigger, right? Like, I just think, I just think that's amazing. And if anyone's listening now, like this is where it starts finding these local mentors in your hometown, in your neighborhood, in your local cities, and then really using hashtags and other resources to get like that knowledge out there, like to just start searching and really, Absolutely. Sur- yes, we have to surround ourselves with people that not only have walked the walk and talked the talk, right, but are taking action and willing to educate us and help us along the way.
1: Right. I'm so grateful for every mentor that I've had along the way who's helps me grow my business to where it is now.
0: I love that so much. Oh my goodness. Well, let's keep rolling. I feel like I have so many more questions for you, Reed. (laughs) (laughs) So I would love if you can tell us more about niching down to seniors. Was that something that you went full force towards? Did you start with maybe family photography and then kind of whittle down to seniors only? Tell us why seniors?
1: Yeah, so when I started, I kind of did everything. I wanted to dabble around in every niche and kind of see what I liked best. So I did family sessions, I tried newborn sessions, I did seniors from the, the beginning. But when I started, the goal or the end goal for me was I wanted to be a wedding photographer. So I started with that. I did a lot of second shooting, I interned with a local photographer in Houston, and I actually got high school credit for doing that. And then after that, I kind of went full force into being a wedding photographer. By now I've probably photographed over 150 weddings and I loved every second of it. Full transparency though, it was a lot for me to do weddings for year after year after year as a high school and college student i missed prom to go to a wedding when i got to college i would have to say no to things like football games and other social events so after about 150 weddings i kind of looked at my business and was like you know what i love being able to tell stories through photos But what if there was a way that I could take this creative outlet of photography, still make the same amount of money, but just do it on the weekdays? And that's kind of where senior sessions really became big for me. I think I made this pivot back in about 2021. So I looked at my business and I was like, how can I make the same amount of money that I'm getting from weddings, but do it with senior sessions? So I really brainstormed, I got a few different ways, and now I'm able to make over four figures per senior session, And if you break down the time, I'm actually making more money as a senior photographer than I was as a wedding photographer. So I did the whole wedding thing and I loved it. It really was so amazing. And I loved getting to be a part of so many stories. But I kind of started a really slow pivot in about 2021 to where I was phasing out of weddings and just really prioritizing on seniors.
0: Incredible. And I'm so happy that you're really transparent about that too, about this shift and this pivot. I believe, I don't know where we get this from as photographers, but weddings truly are, I would say like the top of the pyramid, right? Like in mm-hmm. a lot of our things, like you are not, there's this belief, let me make this clear that right. there's just a belief that wedding photography is the ultimate and all be all And that's just not true. I really believe that you can photograph anything that you want and be incredibly successful connecting with these families, curating these gorgeous stories and these heirloom pieces. And I also believe too, weddings, in my opinion, they're very seasonal as a photographer, right? I feel like you get to pick and choose what's best for you. So like for me, for example, I feel like I am starting to phase out of weddings because I'm looking at my life. I'm in a very different season than you mm-hmm. where I'm like, I, I want to start my family. I don't want to have a year to two years of my life on a calendar. Right. But I will say like, right. Cause I'm comparing that to me wanting to start my family versus you like finishing up school and having other priorities at this time. Like we're all on different timelines and we're all in different seasons of our lives. And I feel like with weddings, you can pick and choose. And I feel like you don't have to have like an end all be all. If we wanted to pick it up one more time, we absolutely can. And that is just the beauty of being our own bosses. So I love your transparency in that.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think that's something that I don't hear talked about a lot in this industry is that once you get to weddings, like you can't cut them out or you have to keep doing weddings to make money. And I just think that's not true. And I love what you said about how it's not the end all be all. When I decided I wanted to make a pivot, I really debated like making a post on Instagram being like, I'm leaving the wedding industry, but I didn't. And I'm so glad that I never had any kind of announcement that I wasn't doing weddings anymore, but because I know that door is always still open if I ever want to go back. So I didn't necessarily cut out weddings completely. It's just in the period or the phase of life that I'm in right now, what I'm focusing on is senior photography. Not to say I can never go back to weddings But it's just really nice to be able to have those options and I think that's the beauty of this industry almost is that there's so many different niches and so many different paths that we can go down as a photographer and just as a business owner that wherever your passion is at the moment that's what you can pursue.
0: Yes. And I feel like I just have to mention this too. If you are listening and you happen to be a photographer, really striving to break into the wedding industry, like both Reed and I support that 100%. Like we need authentic, super passionate, super creative photographers and professional photographers in this industry. There's always room for more. And if that's Yes. And if that's what you're striving for, we support it. We have resources for you. We have support for that. And, um, and this is the beauty of these conversations here on Keanu Marie weekly is like, we get to share about these different seasons as photographers and entrepreneurs. So uh, if you're listening, thinking, Oh gosh, I'm getting started into weddings. I don't know. Should I pivot? Like what's happening? Uh, you know, definitely pursue it. You're on the right track. I feel like Reed and I are just both really good examples of being in different seasons. So I just had to like say a little caveat for anyone that's curious.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because I agree 100%.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, okay. So now that we chatted about weddings and these pivots and this growth, I just want to share with you, Reed, that I am so... Incredibly proud of you. Like, as a big sister in the industry, watching your business just thrive has been such a joy. And I would love to chat about how you have built out a team, right? So, I would love to chat about the mindset that you had to adapt or that you had to grow into being not only your own boss, but then also leading an incredible team. So, can we chat about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I always knew that. I wanted to step into the role of ceo so i was very much business mindset first when i went to college my major is entrepreneurship so it just kind of felt natural to start a business i knew i wanted to do something in the business realm where i was the one getting to create a business and kind of step into the entrepreneur role so being a business owner is actually really what i love I think of myself as a business owner first, and photography is actually my creative outlet as a business owner. And this is something that I really struggled with for a while. I was like, oh, I'm a photographer, like I need to be an artist or This is kind of what I need to claim is I need to claim myself as an artist, but I always would struggle looking at my work being like, you know, I don't really feel like I'm the storytelling kind of person or that I'm super artistic with that. I love photography, but... What I really love is being a business owner and getting to make these marketing decisions and getting to look at things like KPIs and metrics and launches, all of these kind of things. And it took me a while, but once I could kind of claim that, I was able to step into this role as a CEO, and then I was able to make more strategic decisions when it came to growing a team.
0: Wow. Oh, my gosh. So with that in mind, I love how you mentioned that because... I feel like a lot of us as photographers, we kind of get thrown into this business, right? Like we actually are photographers first, like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. right? Like we are creative. We are definitely right-brained people, like for the most part, right? So yes. So I would love to chat about, let's dig a little bit deeper. And can you please share like the first thing that you outsource? Like the first thing that made you think this is the first step into becoming my own CEO. Like what, where did you get started?
1: Yeah. So technically, the first thing I outsourced was I hired my mom to be my like online business manager or studio manager or virtual assistant. She's had a lot of different titles over the year. So <laughs> she, she started as Uber driver and then she kind of worked her way up um, the the scale <laughs> within <laughs> the business. So she's gone from Uber driver up to business manager now or her official title as she will claim it is she is the COO or the chief operating officer officer of Reed Gallagher photography. So that was technically the first thing that I did was I brought her onto the team and I was really reluctant at first. Kind of like I talked about earlier. So I wasn't, I wanted to do everything myself and I wasn't sure if I wanted to kind of bring people on. But once I was able to kind of bring her onto the team, just for little things like inbox management or scheduling or doing things within my CRM, I was able to see, oh, outsourcing could really work. And so the next or more professional move that I made was I hired an editor. For my business, I feel like when I talk about outsourcing within a photography business, this might be the first thing people really think of, is that I hired an editor and that was able to give me a lot of time back to do the things that I loved, like marketing and creating camera graphics and posting on Instagram. And hiring an editor was a really great decision for me. And then after that, I hired an associate photographer. And then after that was when I hired um, an OBM or an integrator.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I just have to like backtrack real fast. I can't have you mention your mom and then like speed right by that. So (laughs) I think that that is incredible that you took that first step. And I don't think like it's a baby step. I don't think it's like an easy way out. Like I am incredibly proud of you for asking your mom for help, letting Mm -hmm. her step into it. I'm sure like, what are those dynamics? Like, I mean, is she still, is she still fully active in your business? Like, what was it like when you guys first started? Did she come in with all these ideas and did you have to kind of shut her down? Like what, what was that like? I'm so curious.
1: Yeah. So the very first thing that she did was she started helping me with inbox management. So I was really reluctant, but I gave her the password to my email and (laughs) she could go in and she could help just kind of make me a to-do list each week. That way, when I finished up my homework assignments for the week, I could look at that to-do list and be like, okay, here are the emails that I need to send. So she started with more like what I would call VA tasks, inbox management. She would she learned HoneyBook and she learned our CRM and she started sending out the contracts and the invoices. And then I kind of developed into more of Um, an online business manager role. So once she learned HoneyBook, she decided, oh, well, I could implement some workflows so we can have some more efficiency. And then from there, she decided that she wanted to learn how to do SEO and blogging. So now in 2024, what she does for me now, is she still does that inbox management and she still does all of our CRM management, but she also is the full credit so I'll give her a full 100% credit for all of our SEO and all of our blogging. She blogs every single senior session that we do. And it's been kind of amazing to just watch inquiries start to come in from Google. If you Google our keywords, we're the number one on the search page for Houston. And I will give her full 100% credit for all of that. So what started small, she kind of just took more and more steps over the years to make it into more of a bigger role for her.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, that I feel is I feel like one of the most like recent or up to date American dreams, right? It's like, how can we like instead of us as kids going to work for our parents, right? Like you like totally did a like flip on that and having your mom work with you. (laughs) Like I just think that is a totally different perspective and and really encouraging. So after like I love that mom is still very active in your business and she's helping you grow and all the SEO. Like, I feel like that can be an entirely completely new podcast. Like when you have your mom on the (laughs) podcast. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) But I would love to share about building your associate team. So at what point, I guess I would really like to ask you, what was the breaking point? Was the breaking point for you to hire an associate, was it developed because you had too much business and you had too many inquiries that you needed Or were you thinking, oh, I really want to expand my business and the only way to reach more is to bring on an associate? Like what kind of came first?
1: Yeah, so what comes to mind first with this question is every summer I go work at a summer camp um, outside of Austin in Texas. And what started with like three weeks a year Eventually, it turned into like 11 weeks a year. And I would get all of these inquiries for weddings that were in that time frame. So a really busy wedding season for us in Houston is like May through August. Even though it's 105 degrees, during that time, people it's love right. to get married. People love to get married then. And I would get all these inquiries for this time frame where I was out of the office. And I was kind of thinking, well... I don't wanna turn down these opportunities, but at the same time, I'm taking this other job and I can't necessarily come back for it. So what could I do to still be able to take on these opportunities? And that's when the idea of an associate team came to me. And so we did the wedding associate team for about two or three years, and it was very successful. I was able to serve a lot more clients than I would have just on my own. And when I pivoted into senior photography, I took that idea of an associate team with me and I hired an associate photographer for senior sessions. And that is what allowed me to kind of double my client roster. So instead of just doing three senior sessions a week, our business was able to take on six senior sessions a week. And it was allowing us to just serve more clients while also making more income. And it's definitely like a super fun thing that we get to do. When possible, I would try to like double up our sessions so we could be at the same location at the same time. And then I would get to meet all of the clients. And it was just a really fun way to be able to take on more business when there was only so much that I could do on my own.
0: That's amazing. And I love how you recognize that, right? You're like, Hey, I cannot be at two places at once. So what's next? And so what is that? Like, what did that hiring process look like for you? Like, was there an extensive training experience that your associate needed to go through? Um, Were you kind of handpicking someone that you found? Like, how did this associate come into your life?
1: Yeah, so there were multiple times kind of over the years where I would do like an application for an associate photographer. And there would be so many people who apply and it was great to kind of get to meet them and get to work with them. But the way that I found the best associate photographers were the ones who would just kind of be really present Throughout all aspects. So, people from my local area who would engage with me on Instagram and would maybe ask me questions in the DMs or who would volunteer to second shoot of a wedding, and people I could kind of develop a relationship with. And then the two photographers that I work with now as associates, the way that I hired them was essentially me reaching out to them and saying, hey, you know what? I love where a relationship is right now. Would you ever be interested in associate shooting? And to my best interest or my best thoughts, they said yes. And I was able to... Work with them from there. So I had one photographer who I primarily worked with for weddings. Her name um, is Ali Mate, and we did a lot of associate weddings together. We would plan style shoots together that we could use kind of as our training. So we could figure out here's how we want to style details, and here's how we want to do all of these things. And we would kind of just work together over the series of year series of years. And then when I pivoted into seniors, there was just a photographer in the area who had maybe attended one of my style shoots before and who I kept in touch with on Instagram. And I knew her personality pretty well. And I just reached out to her and was like, hey, would you ever be interested in doing this? I think your work is so amazing. I would love to kind of walk you through how I photograph senior sessions. And we did a little bit of training where they would come and shout at me for senior sessions. And then I would tag along with them for things like model calls. And then after a little bit of training, they were able to take sessions on their own.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, and I feel like that's a perfect testament to that. If you are interested in this business or any business for that matter, you have to immerse yourself, right? Like just get started. And I feel like this is kind of a full circle moment going back to when you were Uh, interested in Ashley, right? Like you were looking at her business and you were just admiring her and the way she worked and she followed you on Instagram, right? And then I feel like this is how these other associates or these other young budding photographers are now looking up to you as an expert. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, how do I crack into this? I'm interested in either becoming an associate or even having an associate's team. Like you absolutely have to just get started. You have to reach out. You have to show up, be kind and, and start actually doing the work. So people reach out to you, right? Like, I love that you shared that.
1: Right. And it's so funny looking back, like how I looked up to people like that and I shadowed them and then. I was kind of the same process when people started to shadow me or second shoot for me. Looking at Ali specifically, the photographer I mentioned, she actually booked a mentoring session with me when I was 16 years old, because some for some reason I did that when I was 16. <laughs> um, and then we did a mentoring session at my house and then. We had like a little mini style shoot. And then after that, I asked her to second shoot for me. And then I asked her to be an associate photographer. And now she is like fully surpassed me in the wedding industry. She is fully booked and busy. She charges more than I do for weddings. And she is just so amazing with her style. And I think it's just further testament that the growth that she's had over the last few years is amazing and i'm so glad that i was able to just be a small part of her story with that very first mentoring session and now i can look at how successful her wedding photography business is and i just get to continue cheering her on even though i may not be photographing weddings i can kind of live through her with what she posts like on her instagram and kind of see her growth there too
0: Yes. Well, I would love to kind of, kind of shift the conversation. I feel like now that we've totally established that you have put the work in, that you have created an incredible business. And then I'd like to chat more about what was that shift for you? Like what needed to happen to build that confidence so you could start educating if you wanted to crack into education. And I love that you mentioned you started at 16. That is so freaking cool. (laughs) So So what did you need to experience or what kind of like was the breaking point for you to start offering education?
1: Yeah. So I did this really early. Looking back, it was maybe a little bit too early, but kind of the point for me was I was just getting asked so many questions all the time on Instagram. People would just DM me on the day like, oh, how did you edit this? Or how do you book more clients? Or I love your posing style. And after just getting kind of an influx of messages about this, I was like, maybe I should just offer a mentoring session. So I started with in-person, like one-on-one mentoring sessions, mainly just with people from the local Houston area. And it was on pretty much like intro to photography, like here's how you can use your camera, here's how you can pose people at a session, kind of the more like intro to photography, kind of the little bit of basics. So I started with one-on-one mentoring sessions. They would come on over to my house, which was my parents' house, because I was still in high school, and I would sit down with them at my laptop and just kind of show them some things, and then we would go photograph outside. From there, I kind of transition into workshops and styled suits. So that would look like doing a one day event where there'd be anywhere from four to 20 people kind of attending. And that's when I would still walk them through my posing style, walk them through styling details, things like that. And then from there, I transitioned into online education. That's when I started to focus on things like marketing. I did an online course. I started a membership selling digital products. So it was definitely a little bit of a slow journey. I didn't necessarily go all in right away, but I started with mentoring when I was 16 and then went into workshops. And then around 2020 is when I transitioned into online education.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like that is something that people could definitely take notes on. So if you're considering tapping into education, it really starts with, like I mentioned before, like you have to live it and then people will want to learn from you. Right. So I love that that was a very organic shift for you. When after a certain point you start getting the same questions and you think, okay, how can I just create one resource to answer a handful of these things? Oh, okay. Well, let's start doing mentoring. Let's start offering styled shoots and workshops. And I see how it was just a beautiful evolution of sharing your knowledge.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was just kind of the influx of, oh, what camera do you use? And so I may like, here's what's in my bag. And then the questions would just get a little bit more in depth from there. And it just kind of naturally evolved into that process where it was very one-on-one, very small scale and just slowly got into a larger scale from there.
0: I love that. Can you share more about your shop? I love that you have some digital products in there. And like, what was your very first digital product?
1: Oh, that's a fun question. So my very first digital product was called, it was called the Instagram Toolkit, and it was for wedding photographers. And the whole concept behind it was everything you need to master the Instagram game for the next 30 days. So it was 20 caption templates, um, like 10 Canva templates, 10 Instagram story prompts, and then just some other like social media prompts but it was essentially 30 days of done for you instagram content and i got just awesome feedback on that with things like oh, my captions are so easy to write now or Instagram feels really easy. And that kind of helped me focus on maybe I can make more resources that are really focused on marketing because this is something for me that is really fun and it seems really simple, but it's a way that I can help other people and kind of educate them on, here's how marketing works for me. Here are the resources I can provide for you. So from there, when I transitioned from weddings to seniors, my digital products kind of transitioned that way as well. So now we have a range of products ranging from $7 all the way to 297 as far as digital products goes kind of covering a very a varied set of topics but most of them kind of fall back on focusing on digital marketing and showing up online to grow your photography business.
0: I love that you are so so giving and so generous with your education like that. I mean, looking back um cuz I remember starting, right? Like in high school as well. And in my early twenties, just out of college. And I wish we had the resources that we have today. Like I just, it just makes my heart so happy. So if you're listening to this thinking, gosh, I feel stuck. I don't know where to begin. Like You are in the prime (laughs) of education (laughs) here because there are so many educators like Reed, like myself that have resources for you. And it's just a matter of reaching out and asking. So I'm so thankful that you have this shop and it's readily available. How can we find your shop?
1: Yeah, so you can find my shop at reedgallagher.com slash shop or the new page actually is reedgallagher.com slash everything and that has all of my offers. So it has the digital products, it has my membership, it has my coaching program and it has any like more elevated like VIP day coaching offers as well. And that will have everything on there. And then you can also go to photographygrowthhub.com which is a direct link to my membership for photographers that is all about showing up online and booking more clients. So those are the two links where you can find me.
0: Oh, my gosh. Well, those will all be linked in the show notes. And before we wrap up, I have a couple questions for you because I Mm -hmm. I definitely want to chat about the, the photo bundle and how that came to be, because I know when you reached out for me to submit either a product or some type of offer, I was so honored. (laughs) I was just like, Oh my (laughs) gosh, this is so cool. And it's such an incredible concept. So can you share like how that came to be and a little backstory on, on the photo bundle and what's it about?
1: Collaboration has always been really big for me and my business when I was working with seniors, it could look like collaborating with hair and makeup artists or in the wedding industry would look like collaborating with wedding planners or venues. And I would see so much benefit from that and just the huge results you get from from collaboration. So when I kind of stepped into the role of educator, I knew I wanted to take the same collaboration concept and bring it into my coaching business. And I had seen bundles before that would be just for coaches or maybe for photographers, but I had never seen one that was really focused on just marketing. So I knew the direction I wanted to take my coaching business with my digital products was focusing on marketing and showing up online. And the whole idea behind the photo bundle was bringing together the best of the best in the industry just to talk about marketing and how you can book more clients with your photography business. So the photo bundle, was ran back in August of 2023, and it was a collection of 20 different courses, templates, and resources from different photography educators, all about showing up online and booking more clients. You could get all of these resources valued at over $2,000 for $97. And it was just such a fun way to bring different educators together and be able to help photographers just meet their goals for 2023 and be able to grow their business and show up online. So it was super fun. I am planning to do a round two of the photo bundle later this year in 2024. So if you are a photographer listening and you're interested in learning from the best in the industry and learning from multiple educators at one time, then definitely tune into the photo bundle when it comes out.
0: Yes. And I feel like you're absolutely right. It's collaboration. Like even just being a part of the bundle as a contributor, I was introduced to incredible photographers that I didn't know yet. Right. And so I think sometimes we can be in the industry and we get in these bubbles and just being exposed to other creatives, other business owners is the best. And what a freaking deal to get that type of quality content for such a little price like that is just incredible
1: (laughs) yes all the contributors were so generous to be a part of it and contribute their products into the bundle and i agree with what you said absolutely it was such a great way for everyone involved the photographers who are purchasing the bundle and the contributors who are part of it just to get to meet so many new people and get to be introduced to new faces in the industry.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. I am already looking forward to, I'm like inviting myself. I would love to share a behind the scenes course. Like that would be so fun for the bundle next time. Yes,
1: absolutely. So, be, be in mind. <laughs> <laughs> 1000%.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, in closing, I love to ask every guest here on Keanu Marie Weekly about a key tip. So what key tip Reed, would you like to highlight and share with other like other photographers. What's something that we need to know and something that you wish you knew sooner?
1: Okay, there's so many things I could say to this. Um but if I had to pick one thing and this is something that sticks with me all the time, it's that done is better than perfect when it comes to growing your business. Sometimes you just have to do it scared. There's a whole industry or really a whole world who's out there like waiting to see your talent and waiting to see your passion so get your content out there start growing and just be ready for what's to come no one can see your talent and expertise if you don't give them that constant so there might be a typo there might be something that could have looked a little bit better if you waited two more days to put it together in Canva. but at the end of the day done is better than perfect and there's a whole world who's waiting for your content out there ready to consume what you have to offer
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. That is the best advice and the great little mic drop moment for this conversation. And I think it truly is a testament to your growth and all of your success read is because you did it. You showed up, you were like, I want to try this thing. And then you did it <laughs> for all, like all aspects of your life. Like this is just like a human example of done is better than perfect. And, and just to see, I saw, um, Oh, sorry. I was just recently at a live podcast event and one of the buzzing, you know, there's always these really great takeaways that we take from mm-hmm. everything was, you know, stop being fearful of what you're about to do and actually be more afraid of what would happen if you didn't do it. Right.
1: Oh, so, Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so
0: I was like, <laughs> yes, like this is so good. And it applies to basically all of our conversations. So thank you so much, Reed, for sharing your expertise paving the way for other photographers and young entrepreneurs. So how can we be your BFF? How can we connect with you?
1: Yeah. So you can follow me over on Instagram. It's Regalgar photo. That's the, probably the best way to just kind of stay in touch with me. I'm always answering my DMs always in there. So send me a message. I would love to chat with you. You can also find me at reedgallagher.com that has my photography website and all of my coaching resources on there.
0: Amazing. Please make sure to check out the show notes as well to collect all these links. And uh, I'm just so grateful for you, Reed. Thank you for this conversation.
1: Yes, of course. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so fun to talk about.
0: Thank you. Have a beautiful day. You too. I feel like I could talk to Reed for hours. I love this conversation and I hope it leaves you feeling fired up overqualified, and inspired to take action towards your dreams today. Your Reed is out there, my friend. He's growing a very powerful associate team for his business, jetting off to step on stages around the country to speak at conferences and events, dropping courses and educational resources, and never passing up some chips and queso. Reed is the best friend and mentor that we all look up to for guidance and support. This is your sign to get out there. Show up and try something new. If you have a calling in your heart to start a business, now is the best time to get started. Remember, you're never too young or too old to follow your dreams. Thanks so much for joining the party today. Please make sure to follow along with Reed and check out his shop for more resources. If you have a friend that needs to hear this conversation, please share. Send them a link to this episode. You may just be the one cheerleader someone needs to take that leap of faith. I hope you have an amazing day. Okay, love you. Bye. Can't wait to chat next week. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.